This is Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. This is part three of my teaching entitled Hear Him Out. My read is John chapter 15, verse 6 to 13, and I read, If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burnt. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that he bear much fruit, so shall he be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you, continue in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life, for his friends. Jesus said, if a man, and I repeat, verse 6, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burnt. I just want to remind my listeners on the purpose of this teaching. Part one of the teaching, I announced how the Holy Spirit sent me to check with children of God to ask them if they have a faith and to make sure that we have a good system in place to support us when we are going through rough times or challenges or difficulties or as the song said, when the going gets rough. Have you got a faith? And um, I, you would have heard me um, given my testimony um, recently about the, my healing. Um, unfortunately, I won't be able to go into it again because I haven't got the time to do so. But um, if, you, if you are listening, um, you will hear it in chapters 1 and 2 of this um, teaching. So um, back to to verse 6. Jesus said, If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burnt. Jesus was describing the relationship that he has between himself and his father and but in verse 2 and 3 um we can see jesus um um is 100% man but also he's 100% god jesus refers himself as the vine and papa god as a husband man why am i saying this because i want children of god to spot the definitions that jesus uses in verses 1 and 2. 
Jesus said, I am the true vine and my father is a husbandman. He's, Jesus said, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he take it away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. And down in verse 6 now, Jesus says, If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burnt. So um, these are the de definitions that I want to point out to Jesus, um, to children of God. So in verse 6, um, this reference um, could not be made to Jesus because number one, Jesus cannot be withered away. Jesus cannot be burnt. Jesus cannot be cast in fire. So Jesus is doing this, talking to you to save you and I from the burning. Amen. This is verse 6. Jesus is talking, admonishing us, sharing, um, saving us from the burning. Um, because his mandate, Jesus' purpose, is to save man from their sins. And verse 13 of um, John 15 that um, I'm teaching from, it says, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. So this is the price Papa God asks for in payment for our sins. He asks for the life of his son. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I repeat that, um, children of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him. He didn't say you have to believe in him. He said whosoever believeth in him. And if you do, you will not perish. You will have everlasting life and i want you to hear this he says god for god sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be safe can you see that children of god god did not send jesus his only begotten to condemn you or to condemn anyone or to condemn the world what is condemned Condemn means to convict or to sentence, to, to, to pass a sentence and judgment without a trial. Can you imagine that? You are convicted, you are sentenced, you're not even tried. Amen? So in other words, you're, you're proven guilty without a trial. And, 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 and sometimes this is how Jesus is perceived is is proven guilty without a trial he's condemned without a trial no one ever said let me test him let me just try him let me just have a go let me just listen to what he has to say and this is what this teaching is all about 
condemn means to cast judgment and doom upon. So I told you in my teaching last week, Jesus said, just come as you are. Just as I am, the songwriter said, without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, but that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. Even if you don't believe that his blood was shed for you, uh, all he's saying, just listen, just hear me out. You know, just hear him out. Hear what he has to say. Amen. Um, I'm feeling weak, but still come. Come in whatever state or frame you are. Feeling strong, still come. Homeless, broke, hungry, busted and disgusted, still come. No faith, hate is, still come. Oh God, I'm too wicked, still come. I'm, I'm so, so messed up, still come. I'm a backslider, still come. I am possessed with all sorts of demons, still come. I am a bad father, still come. I am a bad mother, still come. I am no good, still come. I am an adulterer, still come. I am a fornicator, still come. Jesus said, whatever your preference or your persuasion, still come. Pastor Sandra, it, it, it is easy. Is it that easy? Yes, it's easy as the sun says. It's easy like Sunday morning, still come. So Pastor Sandra, if it was that easy, then why is the need for verse 6? Okay, let's take it nice and easy and read it nice and slow. Yeah, we're going back to, to verse 6. Jesus says, and if you notice, I'm reading it nice and easy and slow. Jesus said, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. First of all, children of God, you and I need to understand that Jesus is, not, is trying to prevent children of God from the burning destruction in verse 6. In order for the burning to be prevented, Jesus said, you have to abide in me. Why did he say that? Only he alone can prevent you from the burning destruction. That is why the verse read, if, if a man abides not in me, if is a conjunction. A conjunction just joins something together. And I'm sure you know that. A conjunction just connects. It doesn't hold any substance. It just connects. That's why the verse read, if. If a man. If means, if is iffy. If means a doubt. If is uncertainty. If is a gamble. If means you have a choice to take the offer. In other words, you can choose to obey, you can choose to believe, you can choose to abide, you can choose not to abide. So he said, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. So that would be your decision. 
that would be your decision if you don't abide. You know, it has nothing to do with Jesus now. This, this is your decision. That's why it starts off with if. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burnt. Or the offer is in verse 7. Hear the offer. If he abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. This abide is the desire of Papa God's heart. He's hoping that children of God will or would choose this abide. So this abide is a Greek word, yafak, yapak, but it's pronounced. Y-A-P-H-A-C-K, Yaphak, but is pronounced Y-A-W-F-A-K-H, Yaphak. Yaphak is a short, is, is, is a show that life is here. Life has begun. So let's go back to the verse again. It says, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what he will and it shall be done unto you. So this is Yahak. Yahak is a show that life has begun. Life is here. In other words, life is the life Jesus. It, life is the life. This is the life Jesus is after. This is the requirement Jesus needs to show for life. Or you and I need to show for life that we are engrafted or we are this life is when we are engrafted or embedded in Jesus so this is what Jesus wants to see this is what Papa God wants to see this is what Papa God's desire for us to choose to choose Yafak yes he said if ye abide in me and my words abide in you he shall ask what he will and it shall be done unto you. So Yafak is, is required. It, 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 it also means it's a requirement to breathe hard. Amen. It's a requirement. When you choose Yafak or when you choose to abide, um, it's a sign. It's, it's, a, it's a, a sign to bewail self. It's an exhal, exhalation, moan. And that exhalation, it's a moan or a groan or a wail or a lament or, 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 or to, to, to complain. And um, if you don't yafa, you will not be able to breathe. Amen. So Jesus said, if you yafa in me, if he abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what he will and it shall be done unto you. So children of God, can you see what is happening here? To sigh or to be well, self, or ex exhalation, or to make a moan or a groan, um, um, uh, or to lament, or to complain. Amen. Can you see what you are showing here? All these sounds that we're making, they are showing sign of life. Amen. They are showing sign of life. And um, look at what Papa God is doing to you when you're Yafak. 
him, he said, and it doesn't stop there. He said, when you yafak, when you abide, God's word is standing like a shower to clean us up. Amen. When we um, make a sound, when we lament, amen. When sounds coming up from us, life is coming from, from us, uh, or, or anything called sound that is coming from us. The Greek said it could be a, a complaint or a lamentation or a groan or a moan is coming from us. Look at what Papa God is doing to us while it's coming from, from, from us. God's word is standing like a shower to clean us up. He said he will clean us up until we don't recognize who we are. Do you believe God is able to do that to you? Yes, he can. He can clean you up until you don't even recognize who you are. Look at what John 15, 3 says. He said, no, ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. For example, um, this is what the word, the teaching is doing. Um, I receive testimonies around the world, what the teaching is doing to them. That means when they listen to the word of God, the word that they, I don't know them, I don't know children of God around the world, but the word that they're listening to, the word is doing something to them. The word is making an impact. The word is dealing with their situation. The word, he said, you, ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. The word of God will wash away every contamination, every corruption, infection, uncleanness, every debris from your life, from your mind, from your soul, every pollution that is causing darkness, you know, darkness removing that veil from your understanding so you can see and so you can hear how much Papa God loves you, how much Jesus loves you. It's washing away the filth, the smudge, the smug from your heart, from your life, from your soul, so you can see again, so you can see clearly. You know the songwriter that said, I can see clearly now. The rain is gone, the fog is gone, the debris is gone, the hardship is gone, the difficulties are gone. And so that's what the, 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 the word of God does to us. It washes away, it makes us clean. Said we, now we are clean through the word which I have spoken to you, amen. So if you don't yafak, you will not be able to breathe, amen. He said in verse seven again, if he abide in me and my words abide in you, he shall ask what he will and it shall be done unto you. So um, we give God thanks for all of that. And I pray and I th that as you hear the word of God this today, um, Lord's day, that um, the word of God will, will um, cause a change in your circumstances and your situation. And I'm going to pray. Father God, we thank you again for the precious word of God um, to your children for such a time as this. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord. Let not your words fall on stones, but let it fall on the healthy soil of your children's hearts, 
so that they will bear fruits and that their fruits will remain. Let the process to abide in Jesus be constructed in children of God when they accept your dear son as their Lord and Savior. Grant your children the desire to abide in you, Papa God. You said in verse 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done in you. And Father God, I personally take the challenge and I ask for children of God to be saved. I ask you, Papa God, for their protection wherever they are across the globe, Papa God. I ask you to protect them wherever they are in the world where it's spiked. I plead the blood of Jesus, the blood that is still doing its job, protecting, saving, and keeping. Father, you said in your word in verse 8, Herein is my Father glorified, that he bear much fruit, so shall be my disciples. I pray that your children will bear much fruit out of this little talk in the name of Jesus that I'm sharing. See, Jesus said, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my love. Pray, Father God, that your children listening will continue in your love. He said, if he keep my commandment, he shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandment and abide in his love. And so, Father God, we pray that your children will abide in your love and keep your commandment. Bless them, protect them from the evil one. Protect those, Father God, who might be mourning, who have lost their loved ones. Father God, I pray for the oil of, of, of gladness and the oil to help them, Father God, as they mourn. We pray for strength. Pray for um, comfort in, in, in this time, Lord Jesus. We draw the bloodline around your children, wherever they are. Open their ears so that they can hear you, Jesus, and accept you as their personal Lord and Savior. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Pastor Sandra checking out. Until next time. Thank you. God bless.